Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Waking up with Gunner and Cheyenne. Camel Country 107.9. Well, here we go. We made it to Friday, May 19th, 2023. It's Gutter and Cheyenne. Uh, we were supposed to be off today. And um, yet we're here. It was on the vacation schedule. Uh, if you're tuning in Wednesday morning, we said we got Thursday, Friday off uh, because my wife's heading in for surgery, which was supposed to happen yesterday. Uh-huh. But we got to, it's an outpatient, you know, a little orthopedic office in, uh, in Gilbert. And we get her there. She's on the hospital bed. They put the IV in her. And, you know, and then I'm like, I'm sitting there and she, there's still like an hour to surgery. And I'm like, I'm going to take off. You left her? Uh, well, why not? I She wouldn't have, she wasn't like, according to the schedule uh-huh. for uh, surgery yesterday, uh, surgeon uh, to be there at 2.30, them to do surgery. Then she's got like an act. The surgery was going to be an hour and a half. Then she got another hour and a half post-op. Uh-huh. So she wouldn't be ready till like 530. I'm not going to sit there for four hours. I'm not. I, I, I'm not one. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sit on my phone in a waiting room for four hours. This comes from the man who's had anxiety over the fact that she, the healthy 35-year-old might yeah. get a blood clot. But you know what? There's plenty of doctors there, Cheyenne. <laughs> doctors and nurses that could be there to take care of my wife. And she was okay with me leaving. Uh-huh. So I left the orthopedic office. I get home. Uh, you know, I had planned to get a workout in, so I drink my pre-workout. I'm just like, you know, you know how you are on yeah. pre-workout, right? And then I get a call from the office, the uh, where she's supposed to have surgery. I'm like, this is a little odd. Oh, <laughs> <Right>? yeah, <laughs> shouldn't have left. <laughs> and uh, she's like, how far have you gotten? I'm like, well, I'm already home. 
<laughs> well, come on back. The doctor said her ankle's still too swollen to do surgery on Oh, her. that sucks. So they pulled the IV out of her and got her out of the gown and, you know, so... And then me, just on pre-working. I didn't even get Driving. the workout. I know, I didn't even get the workout in. So I got pre-workout just running through my system the entire time. That is the worst. Oh, I hate that. You got to yeah. sweat it out. You got to get the uh, get the heart rate up, get yeah. that thing burning through you. You know, but no, it didn't happen. So I went out back out to Gilbert, you know, back uh, 20, 25 minutes from home and uh, picked her up and went back to the house. We're going to do it all over again on Monday, Cheyenne. Yay! So back here this morning, got a live show, brand new show for you today. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, we'll be gone. We think. Tentatively. Yeah, yeah, tentatively. At this point, who knows? Yeah, really. I mean, she can get back on that bed. And I feel bad for her because they had the IV in her. Mm-hmm. And they took them a couple hits to oh, be able to get the veins. And then they finally got it. She was on the IV and we got to do it all over again on Monday, you know. But it, th- that time it's going to be earlier in the morning. You know, I, I got think I got to get up uh, and get her there about 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, Monday. that'll be nice, though. Yeah. The early morning surgeries are always better, I think, personally. Why? Because then you get done and then you can, like, get home. And you got the rest of your day to run around. Exactly. <laughs> Instead of having to stress about it in the afternoon, you just do it in the morning and then you're done. Yeah, it was a joke. She wasn't going to run around after well, surgery. Well, I thought you meant you. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I thought no. you were talking about you. No, that's my last little bit of freedom <laughs> is what I get when she's in for surgery. <laughs> then I'm going to be at her beck and call. Yeah, yeah, you are. And she's got to have somebody by her side for 24 hours after surgery for any complications. I mean, that makes sense, though. So that's why we're taking Monday, Tuesday off. We'll be back on Wednesday next week. But uh, we're here with you this morning. That matters, right? Yes, it does. We're here. We could have been like, we got the day off. We're going to stay home. No, no. We're here with you. We love you, Camel Nation. Thanks for having us on. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Camel Country, Gunner and Cheyenne. Appreciate you having us on this morning. And, you know, the only question really I have this morning is, are we sure it's not monsoon season? <laughs> I mean, that's the only question I've got this morning. It's like, it's like 20 some odd days away still. And uh, or it, it feels like it is monsoon it season, It does. It right? feels exactly like monsoon These season. These storms rolling through in the evening. Got another chance of those storms tonight. Look at a high today near 94. Weekend looking pretty good, though. Uh, 94 tomorrow, 98 on Sunday with no chance of those storms. But you never know. You know how monsoon season is. Even yeah. though it's not monsoon season. You know, it just can, uh, a storm can just come brewing over those superstitions or, you know, the mountains over there on the east side. And then here it comes. Yep. It's just like, ta-da. Yeah. Here I am. Here is my fury. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird watching them roll in, though. Yeah. Blue skies and these dark clouds rolling through it. I know a lot of y'all love it. I hate it. <laughs> National Anthem coming up next. I was lost. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. KMLE FM and HD1 Chandler Phoenix. Your start of the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NoBullRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. Can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hail as the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rock is red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof 
through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner and wave all the land of the free and the home of the with the National Anthem this morning. Good morning, 602. It's Gutter and Cheyenne. You can always text us at 22108, which if you think you know the answer to this morning's riddle, uh, go ahead and text us the answer. Let's see if you know it. All right, here you go. Who spends the day at the window, goes to the table for meals, and hides at night? Who spends the day at the window, goes to the table for meals, and hides at night. You think hmm. you know it. Again, you can text us at 22108. Cheyenne's got to think about it. We'll get you the correct answer to the morning riddle coming up here in six minutes. Who spends the day at the window, goes to the table for meals, and hides at night? Good luck. Here's Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. It's Camel Country, Gunner and Cheyenne, the morning riddle today. Who spends the day at the window, goes to the table for meals, and hides at night. Who spends the day at the window, goes to the table for meals, and hides at night? Come up with a guess, Cheyenne? Yeah. All right. I got some incorrect guesses coming in on text at 22108. Uh, some of the incorrect guesses. Uh, text of the 505 uh, dog. No. Okay. Uh, text of the 602 teenagers. No. <laughs> Text the 931, the Lorax. No. Text the 602, the Sunshine. No. Text the 602, Cats. No. Although valid. Yeah. <laughs> Text the 480, Cockroach. No. Ew. Um, Those are all the incorrect guesses. There are some correct guesses there, though. Uh, who spends the day at the window, goes to the table for meals, and hides at night, Cheyenne? Um, I went with light. Light. Which could also be taken as sunshine, I guess. Sunshine, no. That's not it. Okay. What is uh, it? It's a fly. Spends the day at the window, just trying to get out through the window. <laughs> goes to the table for meals <laughs> or the counter and then uh, hides at night. That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I found, I found a little bug zapper on Amazon. Uh -huh. Oh, man. It works like a charm. What kind of bug zapper is it? I need uh, one. It's, it's got like, uh, you plug it in. Uh -huh. I mean, if you... If you're like really, you know, the whole animal activist type thing, you may not enjoy this, but it's uh, it's got like a couple blue lights in there. Uh -huh. It's got like an electrically charged wire grid like on the outside of the blue lights. Yeah. And these flies, it's such a satisfying zap when it hits. Oh, you're going to have to send me that yeah, link. I'll send you a link. Yeah. Because I need that. We'll put it up on our Instagram. Well, so good because, I mean, the flies are really bad this year. Oh, they're terrible. And they're all over the place. But, I mean, you you can open the door and you see the flies flying around. You know it's only a matter of time before you hear that zap. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's so satisfying. And you go down there after a few days, you see all the little bugs just scattered yeah. on the ground just around the zapper. That's the one thing about it is, like, once the bug hits it, it just kind of flies off. So you got, like, a... Uh, like a three-foot radius of just bugs around this I light. I love it. But I can't wait to see that. It is a very satisfying <laughs> light. And I will send you the link. Uh, text from the uh, 520. I thought you guys were off today. We were off. We're supposed, we're supposed to be supposed off. To be off. Uh, my wife was supposed to go in for surgery on her ankle yesterday. But when they pulled the wrap off, her ankle was just too swollen. 
Uh, so they postponed the surgery to Monday. So we'll be off on Monday and Tuesday uh, rather than today. Yeah. So I'll trade one day for two days. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> I know. We'll work today. Take two days off on Monday, Tuesday. All right. Great. But thanks for having us on. Coming up next, have you ever bailed on a date? There's a gal who shared a story uh, recently of why she bailed on a date. She has an explanation. There's a lot of people attacking her for it. I mean, it's the first date. Why are you just bailing? But she gives an explanation, and we'll talk about it coming up next here on Camel Country. From the Learner and Road Injury Attorneys Traffic Center, good morning. We made it to... Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, have you ever gone out on a first date and bailed? Like something happened on the date and you just pulled that ripcord and gone. And you um, just left in the middle of the date? Yeah. That I'm assuming, sounds rude. I'm assuming it's not, it didn't happen to you, no. Cheyenne. It did for a gal in New York. Her name is Daphna. D-A-F-N-A. Daphna. Okay. Uh, she went viral on TikTok after she talked about a date that was going perfectly fine until her date ordered a burger. Waitress asked him if he wanted cheese on it. And he asked if there was an extra charge. She said it would be $3 more. Wow. And he said, no cheese, please. Uh, he later told Daphna that it was crazy how they charge extra for everything these days. And by that little statement that he told her, that turned her off. She said, yeah, it's New York City. <laughs> After they ate their meal, she got up saying she had to go to the bathroom. But instead, she paid the bill and walked out. She texted the dude telling him that the check was paid that he should not have gotten the cheese and blocked him. Daphna uh, apparently was not interested in a man who was frugal, Cheyenne, even if it was just for himself. She seemed uh, happy with her decision. She was proud of it, posted it to TikTok. She's getting ripped apart in the comments with people saying that she is the one who's crazy. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I'm all for impressing on first dates. Like, I'm a big fan of Maple and Ash. We know that. Right. But... I am not going, first of all, I'm not going to pay $3 for a slice of cheese. Well, I, yeah, I don't, I, I mean, not, isn't it like 50 cents normally or yeah, something? Or like a dollar? A dollar? Yeah. Okay, fine. If they told me it was $3, I would probably say no to. <laughs> but like, that's not a reason to get up and leave. But why Why not though? I mean, shouldn't you be able to leave at any time? Why, what, shouldn't you be able to leave at any time on a first date? Yes, yes, you should. But like, that's your reasoning. You said the date was fine up until that moment. Yeah, maybe that was the uh, the one thing that she could pinpoint. I mean, there might have been something that just wasn't vibing with her. She couldn't figure it out, right? And then when when the, the cheese situation went down, she's like, there it is. I'm going to hang on to that one. Yeah, no, that's still, you still I can't convince me that there was a good reason here's to some, dip. Here's some audio from Daphna telling her side of the story. We scheduled to go to dinner, and the waitress comes over, and he said, I'm going to take the burger. And the waitress asked him, do you want some cheese on your burger? And he asked, is this going to be extra? And she says, yes, it's $3 extra. Okay, I already said, said that, yeah. Okay, then never mind. I got up, and I went to the waitress. And I was like, hey, I just want to pay the bill. I just paid the bill and walked out of the restaurant, and I texted him. The check is taken care of. You should have gotten the okay, check. Okay, we already talked about it. I thought, I thought there was a little something more to that. That's still, though. Like, Did I hear in her voice? Does that change your opinion? Absolutely no. not. It just solidifies <laughs> my opinion. Also, like, here's the thing. If you're, because while you're playing it, like, I looked at, I, I looked at her picture. I know what she looks like. This is going to be so mean. I'm so sorry. But, like, it's not like she's a 10 out of 10. Like, if you're going to get mad over something like this, over a $3 slice of cheese, and you're going to get up and leave, you better be the hottest person on the planet. 
But she's like, she's not. Okay, on a scale of one to ten, what, what is she on the uh, the hotness scale? To me. Well, you're a female, not looking for a female, but I mean. I know. That's what I'm saying. To me, I would give her maybe a six. Maybe a six. I don't find her that. I don't think she's that cute. And that's what you're you're going to. You're going to get mad over that. I don't think so. There are people be struggling out here trying to get dates and you're going to just dip on somebody. because <laughs> Those of people being you, Cheyenne. <laughs> Cheyenne just be excited to be on a date with a guy. No, like what? Why are we getting this? I don't understand. <laughs> All right, have you ever bailed on a date? What happened that made you bail on that date? You can text us your story at 22108. I, I, first date's all about trying to figure out who you want to date, right? And that, who cares if you bail in the middle of the date? I heard, but that's coming from a married dude of 15 years, you know. But, hey, if you got a story for us, you can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Have you ever bailed on a first date? Like you actually went and met the person. You were sitting down and it was something he said or she said or did or whatever. And you're like, no, not going to work. I'm gone. Pulling that ripcord and just bolting. Uh, this gal in New York. That's what happened to her. She went out on this first date. <laughs> the dude was ordering a burger off the menu. He asked the waitress, how much for extra cheese on the burger? And she said $3. Uh, the waitress said $3. He said, no, thank you. And that turned the the gal that he was on the date with off. She doesn't like people that are frugal. And I don't have an issue with what she did. People are ripping her apart in the comments for being heartless and and leaving him like like she did. But she told him why she left. Mm -hmm. She even paid for the entire bill. And he now knows going forward, because I think a lot of it is like, what is wrong with me? What did I do? Yeah, You know, that kind of eats the other person away. But you now know. She does not like somebody who's frugal. You're frugal. Maybe. You, you, all you didn't want is a $3 slice. slice of cheese. I can't blame burger. him for that. I don't blame her for leaving. I mean, if it's not working, fine. Have the conversation. Oh, you have leave. no problem. No, have, no, have the conversation and then leave. Yeah, I think she should have had the conversation. Like, I think texting him and then blocking him right away, that's a little That's a little much for me. I I just think it should be an unwritten rule. Now, granted, I'm a uh, I'm a guy that's been married for 15 years. I've been on the dating scene forever, uh, but I think it should be an unwritten rule that you can bail at any time on a first date, regardless of the situation. If you're sitting there at the table and that that person you're on the date with leaves, doesn't come back, it's been like an hour. Just assume they left, right? I would hope so. Like, <laughs> just assume okay. they left. Why, why waste your time? Our time is valuable. Right. If you know it's not going to work out, why stay there through the entire date? But at least be respectful and have the conversation. Like, don't just get up and bail. Because then it does leave the other person wondering, well, what did I do? Right. But and that's not fair. Th- at least tell them that. Sound yeah. like text like this gal did. This Daphna gal in New York. Her name is Daphna. No. But I don't know. I, I just hate the whole, like humoring and just trying to get through the date and then at the end we'll just stay friends and that never happens you know i i hate the humoring part of it you know i mean how many times i mean just like with your breakup uh-huh. you know with with brandon you know i mean you you don't you can't it makes you feel better to say at least we're going to stay friends right I feel like people just say that to say it. I think that people say it as a placeholder to give enough time to eventually just walk away. Yeah. Forget about it. Just get up and leave. It's the first date. Just get up and... No, that's just mean. What what, what investment do you have in that relationship when it's a first date? It's respect. It's not even about investment. It's about respecting somebody in their time and like having common courtesy. But again, 
just no, it should be an unwritten rule with first dates that, I mean, well, you could be a heartbroken. It was a first date. No, but it still hurts your feelings. Says the guy who's been married for 15 years. I know, but still. It hurts your feelings. I can understand that. But as long as the other person texts you and tells you what, what went wrong, fine. That's better then, right? So if somebody bails and says, I'm going to the bathroom and just leaves. Oh, I would, that would hurt my feelings so much. But if, if they texted you to tell you what happened. I think it would still hurt my feelings. It would still sting. Yeah, it would still sting. Like, how does it not? Yeah. Like they didn't even respect you enough to have a face-to-face conversation. Well, Come on. I mean, it's a first date. Come on. Again, again, same thing. I mean, or the same thing I've said. You know, how much do you have invested in this first date? Not much. Who cares? Move on. Obviously, that person's not going to be your lifelong partner. Yeah, but it's you're going to be, you're going to be, uh, you're going to be, uh, traumatized and depressed because that person that you met for the first time face to face. It's about left. respect. <laughs> like, it's about respecting people, their time, and having a common courtesy. Uh, text the 805. Uh, have you ever bailed on a date? What happened? Uh, this person uh, says kind of the same situation, but not. We went out to Top Golf, and she ordered hot wings. All was good. Then about 15 minutes in, she lifted her leg and... <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> text goes on to say, I was shocked. Like, come on, that needs to wait at least a few months. <laughs> Did the same thing, though. Went and paid and ran for my life. I think she probably knew. I think she probably yeah, knew. She, yeah, she, she knew it wasn't going to work out. So she's like, I'm going to get rid of this guy. <laughs> I don't even think that's something that I could do in that situation. Like, no way. It's impressive, though. I uh, texted the 602, went out with a guy, and he asked me to marry him on the first date. Stop it. Then proceeded to ask me to pay for the ring. Uh, yeah, no, bye, is what the text says. What? So many red flags. I mean, would you, wouldn't you leave and not say a word and I, not feel bad about it? I probably wouldn't just get up and leave and not say a word. Oh, you're going to sit there and humor him? Nice. A guy that just said, will you marry me? I you're going to sit there and humor him? too nice of a person. <laughs> I'm not mean. I'm not I mean you. by nature. <laughs> <laughs> it's only your face when you're sitting there just relaxed. Yeah. So the re- funny. The resting bee face. I'll just stare at you <laughs> and not laugh at anything you say. <laughs> I'll make you want to get up and leave. See, there's no way you're going to sit and humor that guy. If he gets down and proposes on the first date, there's no way. There's no way. Uh, there's a lot of texts coming up. We're going to get some more coming up. Have you ever bailed on a date? What happened? We'd love to hear the story. Uh, you can text us at 2218. More texts coming up. Baby, lay on back and relax. Kick your pretty. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Scamble Country, Gunner and Cheyenne. Happy Friday. Uh, have you ever bailed on a date? What happened? Like you're out on this first date, things aren't vibing. And rather than just humor the other person and make it through to the end of the date and make up some fake lies about staying in contact, you just pulled the ripcord. Gone. Has that ever happened to you? There's a gal in uh, New York. Her name is Daphna. When some people are saying, are you sure it's not Daphne? But it's spelled D-A-F-N-A. Daphna. Yeah, I think it's Daphna. You know Daphna? Yeah. Uh, she went on this date with this dude. Uh, when he was ordering his burger, he did not pay the extra $3 for extra cheese on his burger because he, he was interested. And then he asked the waitress, hey, how much for extra cheese? She's, she said $3. And he said, no, thank you. <laughs> and that turned her off. She paid the check, told him he should have gotten the cheese. And uh, she bolted. Uh, a lot of people, after she shared this story on her TikTok, think she is the one who's crazy. 
Yeah. It's well, like that that's the one thing you're gonna pull the ripcord over. Like you said the date was going well. Up until that point, and that's what you're going to get upset about? Well, some people like expensive things, Cheyenne. That's you know, fine. And I mean, if he's going to be frugal with cheese and she sees that already, I mean, maybe maybe she's at the, it doesn't say her age, does it? Maybe she's at this point in her life, you know, in her 30s, where she's sick of it. She's done with the dating game. She's done with, her patience is gone when it comes to dating dudes. So you're going to get mad over she cheese? See, no, no. She knows what she wants, <laughs> right? You're 32 years old, Cheyenne. Got a couple of kids. You know what you want, yeah. right? And I mean, if there was an immediate red flag on the first date, why waste any more time? Pull that ripcord. Boom. Gone. It's That's exactly cheese. what she did. It's one but, slice again, of cheese. She's not wasting any more time on this oh dude. Oh, my gosh. There was a sign right there. Every, there's red flags with everything, right? It's the cheese. There's the cheese flags. was the red flag. She knows what she wants in life. She saw a red flag. <laughs> no more of her time was this guy going to get. She's gone. And at least she paid the bill. And at least she told him why she left. I do right? I do applaud her for, for paying the bill if she was going to bail. I do applaud that. But there's nothing you could say that would make me Team Daphna on this. Like, well, there's nothing you could and say. And you also said that a photo of her, she looked like a six out of ten personally uh and that uh she should not be able to get away with that with her looks being six out of ten uh text of the 928 can we hear what cheyenne writes herself on a scale of one to ten yeah, asking I, for myself i would give myself a five for sure a five yeah why'd you go five because I'm, i mean sometimes my self-confidence is high sometimes it's not at least go like five and a quarter okay five and a quarter <laughs> thanks for the quarter gunner <laughs> Jeez, I mean, I would give somebody credit if I thought that that it was what it was. But from woman to woman, yeah. I just don't find her all that attractive. Text of the four eight zero. She's being petty. Obviously, somebody else in the picture. Yeah, I would say the same thing. Uh, text from the six zero two three dollars for extra cheese is ridiculous. I don't think he was being frugal. Yeah, I think that's a. I think it's obnoxious. Three dollars for one slice of cheese. Get out of here. Uh, have you ever bailed on a date? What happened? Cheyenne says no. She's never bailed on a date. She'll feel. She'd feel too bad I if would she feel bailed, bad. Uh, she bailed on a date. I wouldn't. I think it should just be an unwritten rule when it comes to first dates. I mean, you're not emotionally invested just yet. Hopefully, you're not. I mean, you're meeting them in person for the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, if they just don't come back to the table, just take that as all right. Didn't work out. She didn't waste my time. I didn't waste my time. Let's move on. Let's find somebody else that uh, I'm meant to be with. <laughs> no, no, I just I no. I'm just a guy that just hates wasting yeah. time. You know, and it, it makes sense to and me. And you're not a small talker either. No, so it's small talk. Yeah. Texas the six oh two went on a first date, met the guy at Applebee's. So we're sitting there talking to each other. Uh, where we were from, etc. And he was from Ohio. And I asked him what brought him out here. And he said some bogus sex offender charges. (laughs) 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 Text goes on. (laughs) Text goes on to say, uh, uh, I went okay and we ate. And then I went to the restroom and right out the door, I did pay my part of the bill. Oh, that's good. Would you bail at that point? <laughs> would you? I don't. I don't know if I would bail, but I would definitely be done at that. Like I would stop investing for sure. I'm just not a bailer. But you would be humoring him, knowing these bogus charges that are probably true. Yeah. In Ohio, I mean, clear across the country. And then you had to come. And you all would stay the there. Here. You would stay there. Probably. <laughs> wrong with you a lot of things <laughs> text the 602 when online online days uh when online dating first started i went to meet a guy and he told me that he wanted to eat my face in a very creepy way while we were waiting for our food 
I'm so hungry I could eat your face. <laughs> okay, Clarice. <laughs> Uh, text was run, to say, run. There's <laughs> I would run. at that point? <laughs> text of the six. Hour, I'm sorry. This text was to say, excuse myself to go to the bathroom and I snuck out of the restaurant. Oh Spent gosh. the next two hours driving around town. Uh, that was nowhere near my house to ensure that he was not following me. <laughs> I probably would have done the same exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's more coming. There's there's some really good ones. Okay. All right. We're going to continue this. One more. One more break with these stories. Have you ever bailed on a date? What happened? Uh, we're going to get to a few more coming up next here on Camel Country. Here's Cody Johnson. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. It's Gunner and Cheyenne. Thanks for having us on this morning. Have you ever bailed on a date? What happened? Uh, this gal in New York, she went on a date and the dude didn't want to pay extra for cheese. $3 for a slice of cheese. He said, no, thanks. And when he did that, when he said that to the waitress, the no, thank you. And the $3 slice of cheese turned off the gal that he was on a date with, and she paid for the bill and bolted, texted him, said, hey, she said, I, I'm not into frugal guys, sorry. <laughs> that just seems a little ridiculous. It's a little ridiculous. But she knows what she wants in life, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. She, she's probably, to- <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming she's been through the ring, right? I'm, I'm assuming she's been <laughs> on with a lot of guys, and she's just sick and tired of it. She's in her 30s. She wants to find the right guy. She's over it. She's done wasted her time. There she saw a red flag right there in front of her, found her out to stop wasting her time with this guy. Feels like um, you're giving her a lot of credit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I just feel like, like if I ever ended up single, I'd probably be the same way, you know? If I ever get married again. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's what I would be, but then like if I were single again, I feel like I'd be like uh, in a celebratory mode or something. I like probably, <laughs> for a little while, probably. Yeah, for a little bit. Yeah. You know, 15 years married, man. It's a uh, being single is a, is a different it's a different type of yeah. uh, demon these days. It is, but I mean, then I see what you're going through. I'm like, gosh, dang, I'm glad I'm married. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of a, you know, I'm just out here keeping married people married. It's fine. That's <laughs> <laughs> a roll on this earth. Give the married people married, Cheyenne. People see what you're going through. Like, man, you oh know, man. I'm here for you guys. Really, yeah. <laughs> I am. Uh, Cheyenne's never done it. She's too nice of a human yeah. to bail on a date. Even if the dude said in a creepy way that he wanted to eat her face, like uh, like Silence of the Lambs style, <laughs> she would still sit and humor the dude till the end of the date. And that just baffles me. I would probably, I like, it's not that I would invest. I would be there, but I would probably be very disconnected, like on my phone a lot. But like, but see, why waste both of your time? Because I just am not the at type of point, person to walk away. That guy, that guy shouldn't have any feelings at all. If you say he wants to eat your face, <laughs> so weird. <laughs> um. All right, here's some other stories. We'll, we'll wrap it up with these stories here. Okay. Uh, have you ever bailed on a date? What happened? Um. Let's see. Text the six zero two. This was a first date. She was an hour late. Oh. And I started talking to a girl while I was waiting in line. She knew the bouncer and she brought me in with her. I bailed on the date that I had planned on going with, going on to hang with the girl that I met in line. The girl I was supposed to meet ended up arriving 90 minutes late and texted me. I ignored the text. I would have done the same thing, though. Like, I don't think that's not, I don't well, think that's called bad. bailing. That's not bailing. She bailed by being that late. No. Why were yeah, you that but late? You just allowed that to go through your head about that person sitting outside wondering where you're at, Cheyenne. Where is this? I'm pretty sure after 90 minutes, there should be no guessing where I'm at. 
not waiting for you. <laughs> Text the 480, went on a first date. The girl wanted to get matching Zodiac sign tattoos. What? First date, yep. Matching Zodiac <laughs> sign tattoos. She wanted to take me home to her kids. She was trying to get me into a bathroom with her to... Mm-hmm. Oh. She was talking about our finances together. Oh. And she was talking about getting a car together to fit all of our kids. <laughs> I bailed. <laughs> what about then, Cheyenne? Matching tattoos, take you home to meet the kids, go to the bathroom for a little hanky-panky. She was talking about the finances uh-huh. together, combining your finances, then getting a minivan, Cheyenne, for all your kids. <laughs> I don't know how I would yeah, handle bailing? that. I don't know how I would handle that situation. I really don't. Liar. I don't know. How, what am I supposed to do? Bail. I know. I'm just saying, but like, there's no other option other than going through with all those things. Like, of course you have to somehow weasel your way out of it. But you would sit in humor till the end Until of the day, Until I can figure out how to weasel my way out of it. It's so easy to bail. Just Is go it though? The, how do you yeah, know? Yeah, just how go, do you know? I've, a, I mean, all the stories, <laughs> exhibit A here. B, just envision like a Buffalo Wild Wings. Somebody, one of these texts says they only go to a restaurant where the bathroom is next to the front door. <laughs> That's what you do. Just meet for the first date where the bathroom is right next to the front door. Typically, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings has that going on, you know, and when you in the bars on the other side of the restaurant, if things aren't vibing, he says Maybe he wants to nervous. eat your face. Maybe he got <laughs> nervous and just said something weird. I don't know. But just, it's so easy to bail, Cheyenne. So easy to bail and block somebody. I mean, I'm not dating anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> it's irrelevant. <laughs> 720, I love you, man. It's coming up next. Here's Cole Swindell. I was down with the boys catching up in a neon light. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Because I don't want to wait no more. Say my name and make it. Camel Country, Gunner and Cheyenne. We appreciate you, Camel Nation, so much for having us on and listening as much as you do and paying attention. The amount of texts coming in today um, of people asking, I thought you guys were going to be on vacation today. I We appreciate it. I'm going to show how much uh, you're paying attention. But we are back in today. My wife was supposed to have ankle surgery yesterday, mm-hmm. which is why I was taking uh, yesterday and today off. But when we got in there, the surgeon opened her ankle and it was just still too swollen to do surgery on. That's a bummer. So they rescheduled uh, the surgery for Monday, uh, Monday morning. Um, So we'll be off next week, uh, Monday and Tuesday. But I I feel bad for her, first of all, Mm -hmm. you know, just having to deal with this ankle situation. But I mean, we get to the surgeon. We're almost to the point that let's get the surgery done with and then let's start the healing process. Right. And getting this and putting it behind us. So she's in the hospital bed at this outpatient place and they got the IV in her and, you know, they're talking to her about the uh, anesthesia and, you know, what are the guy, the anesthetic guy, what's his, what are they the called? The anesthesiologist. Him? Yes, him. He came in and asked her if she wanted like this leg numbing thing and it's basically a, um, oh, what, what do they put in your back? when? You oh, have well, like a spinal block? Something like that. Yeah. Well, it's something called something, right? The uh, <laughs> They put it in your spinal cord. Oh, uh, when you're having a baby. Oh, epidural. Epidural. Yeah, yeah, it's like an epidural for your leg. And then, like, it takes out any kind of pain you're going to feel for the next 24 hours. Oh, that's nice. So they're all marking her up with a Sharpie on her leg and stuff sure like that. She was like, juice me up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're ready. We were ready. She was ready. Yeah. And then I left, and, you know, and that's when the unwrapping, and they made the decision to wait till Monday. So she's got to go get the IV again on Monday. Oh, that's after they tried the, I guess they missed it a few times. <laughs> So I just got to do it all over again on Monday. That sucks. I've never had that happen where they couldn't get a vein. 
yeah. right away. That sucks. You got bigger veins, Cheyenne. I so do. I got big, just fatty veins. Massive veins that stick out of your arms. <laughs> do you throw a dart at my veins? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got veins look like the rock. Yeah, yeah. I do. You, 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 you flex too hard, it's going <laughs> to pop. Oh, my gosh. It's not that bad. <laughs> I saw it be on Monday, so we're here with you today. And uh, uh, as I was sitting there with her in the uh, the room yesterday, I saw on social media uh, the video of Zach Gallon hitting a bird. Oh yeah, uh, our D backs pitcher, our All Star D backs pitcher. Love him. I was warming up out in Oakland. They're up there in that Oakland stadium that had only two thousand fans in it. It's crazy how little people are attending that game. That's like nobody. But, but think about it. Your your team's leaving. They're moving to Vegas. That's true. Why are you going to still show support to that team that's getting up and leaving Oakland? You know? I mean, if you like baseball, you like baseball. Shouldn't matter. Probably a cheap ticket, too. Probably like anyway, 10 bucks for front row. He <laughs> <laughs> was warming up out in the outfield, and he hit a bird. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like, yeah. what are the odds? And it's even crazier, though, because when you think about it, you may remember Randy Johnson hitting a bird. Right. I was during a spring training game back in 2001. So what are the odds that two pitchers on the exact same team both hit a bird? So small. The odds are so small. But here's what you got to do. The last time that happened, the year 2001, the D-backs won the World Series. Go put all the money on the D-backs. Ooh. Right? It's got to be a sign. I mean, they have won like five of their last six games. And they're looking good. They're doing really well right now. Is this going to be another championship season for the D-backs or is it just a weird coincidence? I'm going to go with the championship season. Let's hope. I'm. 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 A, I'm I told you. I, I put ten bucks uh, beginning of the season before uh-huh. the first pitch on uh, the open, the home or the opening game or whatever. Uh, ten bucks on the uh, the D backs to win the NL West and the ten bucks to win uh, to win the World Series. So I mean, it's only. I mean, it, it was twenty dollars out of my pocket, but if they both pay out, it's gonna be like twelve hundred bucks. It's not like a massive amount. It's but not like still, a, like, it's retirement money. I know off of twenty. Yeah, like I would be fine with that. Yeah. So. This whole bird situation got me all excited and even <laughs> feeling even better about my bets. I believe in the signs from the universe. That's right. <laughs> Going the World Series, Cheyenne. I Tor- love it. Tori Lovello and the team. Good luck to those guys. That's definitely a good sign. I think you're scouting. Nobody in his right mind would have left her. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, if you're a diehard hockey fan, maybe you were up late last night, or maybe the uh, the game went too late for you, so you had to go to bed. But the uh, the game yesterday with the Panthers and the Hurricanes uh, didn't get over till one uh, thirty in the in the morning. morning? <laughs> Longest NHL game in history yesterday. Uh, they went to three overtimes. What? Yeah, that sounds terrible. <laughs> I bet. I love Probably hockey, tiring. but that sounds terrible well, for in, everybody. Yeah, they're in the final round ahead of the Stanley Cup uh, for the uh, you know the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. So you know they had to play all the overtimes. So uh, find, somebody finally scored. I think it was uh, Florida or the Panthers finally. Yeah. Scored. Oh, that's still that sounds. Can you imagine? Like hockey in itself is you have to have so much endurance to play, but to go into three overtimes, yeah. I'd die. Um, you know, but I mean, I'm sure the Arizona Coyotes would love to be in that position. I mean, it's been yeah. a while. <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> uh, but where will they be playing in the future? You know, we talked on Wednesday 
of how the city of Tempe or the, the Tempe registered voters shot it down, even though it would have been no money out of their pocket. It would have brought a ton of jobs to the area, mm-hmm. you know, and the list goes on and on. Uh, but it was all voted down uh, by 32% of the voters, uh, of the registered voters, 32% voter turnout. With that one. We that talked about that one. It is. It's embarrassing. Yeah. But it's crazy because I think if you actually look at the numbers, 30 some odd thousand people. So 32% of the registered voters in Tempe is 32,000 people. So 32,000 people made the ultimate decision of no hockey in Tempe for a valley of 4.9 million people. Cool. There should be a minimum level. I agree with you. Even HOAs, when you're voting on something, you have to have at least 70% uh, turnout. The majority. You have to have the majority. You have to. And it should have been the majority, but... So, Tepe said no. Glendale said no. Where will they go? Uh, I know the uh, Coyotes have put up a poll on their Twitter yesterday. He said, where should we go? Where should we be looking to put up a new stadium? Uh, Scottsdale was the overwhelming winner of that poll that the Coyotes put up. Yeah, I Six, did see that. 69% of people said Scottsdale, 15% said Mesa, 6% said Chandler, 8% said Gilbert. Where, what did you say? I said Mesa. Of course you did. Yeah, I selfishly Mesa. said Chandler because it's it. way closer for me. <laughs> <laughs> Got to represent my city, Cheyenne. <laughs> but I mean, it looks like Mesa went, may win out. I mean, they're looking at uh, the Fiesta Mall site over yeah. there in Mesa off of the sixty. I think that would be a great spot for it. It's got plenty of room. It already has parking built into it. I think it's perfect. Uh, City of Mesa put out a release yesterday uh, regarding the potential redevelopment of the former Fiesta Mall site. It says, uh, quote, for years, Mesa has supported the redevelopment of the Fiesta District. Aside from being a key site for the district, Fiesta Mall is one of the most attractive places or pieces of urban real estate in the Valley today. It is massive, adjacent to three major highways and only 20 minutes from two major airports. We look forward to working with the property owner on proposals and da-da-da-da-da. I love it. I think it's a great idea. I think it's a great area. And what I love even more about it is that the Coyotes didn't wait to put out a statement saying that they are planning on staying here. Yeah, They just have to find a place. Javier Gutierrez, whatever we've talked to him, he's always been dired set on staying here in the Valley. You know, but I mean, when Tepe said no, there was a lot of people, uh, including us, you know, I, nay, nay, sir. Uh, okay, you, including me. You. I, I may have been in a very vulnerable emotional state. We I were said, just really upset, okay? Kiss our NHL team goodbye, you know, is ultimately what I said. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, uh, what did I see today? The uh, city of Houston is asking the NHL to propose for a new $1.2 billion stadium for the Arizona Coyotes and the Houston Rockets. They want to make a multi-use venue. So they want the Rockets in a new stadium. They want to bring. They want to lure the Coyotes down to Houston. No, no, I just don't see that happening. I just, I don't understand how if if and this we love Javier Gutierrez, the CEO and president. We love him. We love the Coyotes, and they have pushed so hard and they have ran on the statement that they want to stay yeah, in the Valley. But, you but, can't leave. But yeah, I know. But if you, the people in the Valley are not showing you that same love, support, and dedication. It's going to make it easy to leave. It will make it easy to leave. That's why we have to step up. If you want to see them stay, support them. Yes, tickets are expensive. I get it. Mullet Arena is half the the size. I get it. But, like, support them. Support them. Be there. If you can't go to a game, follow them on social. Be there. Be active as much as you can. Like, 
It's not that hard. It turned out to vote. I mean, it's got to go to another vote. You know, it, it, whether it ends up in Mesa or Chandler or Gilbert, wherever they're going, Scottsdale, yeah. whatever they're looking at, it's going to go to another vote. So it would just kind of, you know, Coyotes fans, I mean, if we want hockey in the Valley, you got to show up. Show up to vote. vote. And show support. Yeah. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. You want to have that somebody in your life that your world spins around. And uh, just a few weeks ago, Cheyenne thought she had it. It was almost a month ago. Was it about a month ago? Almost a month ago. Uh, You're dating a guy. Uh, You'd been with him about eight or nine months. And uh, things were, they were getting kind of serious. Mm -hmm. And Cheyenne loves hard. She loved him a lot. You know, and then come to find out that uh, he also had uh, like six or seven other side women. Yeah. Ah, where where did he have the time to? I mean, that is a great question. To some, okay. if, if anybody needs help with their time management skills, call Brandon. Yeah, call, call Rex. <laughs> call Brandon. Because I got, no, I got oh, a, he's got it figured out. I got a wife and two kids, and I'm like, that's enough for me. Oh, I, I could imagine trying to juggle six or seven other women on the side. Yeah. It's fascinating. So, you know, we all live through that breakup with you, Mm -hmm. you know, and you kind of you kind of moving on and doing things behind the scenes to kind of help get yourself in a better mindset, help get yourself past this. Yeah. Right. Because you've said it before. You love hard and you uh, have been talking to a therapist. Yeah, I have. And a question you ask the therapist is, how do you stop loving someone? Yeah. Like, how do you even do that? I don't know, because in the past, like. I just would like move on, but it would be like toxically move on. And I would, you know, I would drink and I would go out and I would do all these things and I'm not that person anymore. So like, how do you stop loving someone in a healthy way? And for me, like you said, like I am a lover. I'm not a fighter. Do I like confrontation? Yes. But (laughs) like, that's just not by nature. I'm a very nice, loving person. And she said, mate, for me, maybe the answer isn't to stop loving him, but reframing my mindset to move the love from him to situations within the relationship. To situations within. Right. So, for example, on my side of the relationship, this is the healthiest relationship I have ever given. I was yeah. You you're proud of that. I was very proud of that. that. Yeah. Yeah, and I've like and I love that. I love that. I learned I am able to give love on my own terms when I am ready. I've learned that um, you don't need to love somebody right away. Like it's okay to take your time. It's okay to evolve and become something rather than immediately jumping in. But that's a habit that I've had in the past, and so. In this process of trying to heal, I have learned that I don't need to just stop loving him. I can move it to, I love certain things that happened within the relationship and I can cherish those things. Right. Rather, because like, if you think about it, like it takes more muscle in your face to frown than it does to smile. Yeah, I've heard that. It takes more energy for somebody to be angry than it does for you to just be and be but if happy. You're, but if you're focusing on all your love on the good things in the relationship, wouldn't that make you miss him no. more? No, it doesn't because it also gives me the ability to op- look at the red flags that I overlooked, to look at the things and the situations that happened that I should have 
put two and two together and I can look at them with clarity Mm -hmm. and more so look back and reminisce on them rather than beat myself up over it because I have a really big problem with trying to find the faults within myself to blame me because I've always been the problem or at least it's what I've always been told and I'm not going to deny that like I definitely had my years of toxicity so to be able to cherish the good times and really appreciate them for what they were has allowed me to look at the missed phone calls the weird you know things right. that happened well and there were some things that i i think you looked over mm-hmm. you know red flag wise yeah, i mean you know? and i know that like yeah. i'm not you know i'm not going to sit here and say that like it was you know whatever but it's a, it's given me the ability to look at it from a different standpoint Good. and not beat myself up. Now, where are you on the, uh, like, you you came on the air, like, right after that, mm-hmm. right? Right after this went down and been like, um, I know what it's like to hit rock bottom. He needs me with him, uh-huh. right? Because, I mean, I, I feel like you saying that and you believing that was more of you trying to cope with not having him out of your life right 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 right. so where are you at on that are you still wanting to be by his side and help him through this Um, like you said no i am not and it's a couple of reasons why i'm not but like a little side note like he actually got really sick about three days after all of this went down and ended up back in the hospital yeah i feel like it's karma it, I, I would agree with you, I, but I'm not going to. I'm not well, doing well, that. No, because he had, he had busted his, uh, his Achilles he, or Yeah, he right? tore his Achilles tendon. Yeah. And then about a week and a half after surgery, he ended up getting like a severe staph infection and MRSA that was yeah. like all the way up his leg. Um, and through that, I actually, my best friend is a neuroscientist and she specializes in infectious disease. So while he was in the hospital, I was, I had a three-way text with his mom my best friend and then myself and we were making sure that he was getting the medicine that he needed and then after that I washed my hands and said okay I'm no longer invested in you as a person anymore. But do you think it's going to be an issue being friends with his mom? No. Because you're like best great friends with his mom. I am mom, good friends right? with his mom and no because we don't talk about him. You don't talk about no, him we don't. at all? We, we, there's been a couple moments in time where I've just been like hey is it healing? Like I just yeah. kind of want to know. But other than that we don't talk about him. Because I don't want to talk about him. She doesn't want to talk about him. What does the therapist think about you being friends with his mom? She thinks it's great. Yeah. I mean, I'm the type of person where, like, you didn't personally do me dirty. It's not your fault that mom, your child yeah. did that. And I love you as a person. Like, if it wasn't for this whole fiasco, like, her and I would have been friends without him. Yeah. So, and I'm not going to let that go just because, you know, of something yeah. that's happened. I mean, it just shows, like, I mean, what therapy and, and having somebody to talk to, yeah. you know, that knows what the heck they're talking about helps in these situations. Well, also somebody who doesn't have any skin in the game. Yeah. Like she's an unbiased opinion who's looking at it from the outside yeah. in and it's always helpful. That's my thing with therapists. I mean, I you have to like fill them in. Like if there was like a camera following you around and they were observing your life and saw everything with their own eyes and just kind of jumped in with their own advice. Mm-hmm. But no, like when you go to a therapist, you got to relive the entire story yeah. again. But that's you know? also and- part of the healing process. Like the things like what I have found is when I, when I talk about it out loud to my therapist, I realize certain things that I didn't realize before, or I'll have like epiphanies like, Oh my gosh, that didn't make any sense. Now it, yeah, it's 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 a, therapy is very interesting, and it's probably one of the best it's things I've done for it's myself. Got to be very similar to like reading a book twice or watching a movie twice. Yeah. You're, you're catching the things that you might have missed the first time around. It's exactly like that. Wow! Like okay. even through therapy, I've like apologized to my ex husband and his <laughs> wife, and I didn't even do anything to her. Yeah. So like, it's really been a great thing for me.
Um, Camel Nation, what has worked for you when it comes to stopping loving someone? I, I just kind of want to see what comes yeah. in here on text. You know, for Cheyenne, you know, she's learning through the uh, the, the therapist and, and learning things that way. But, I mean, what has worked for you? When you love so hard and then something like this happens, how do you just stop loving someone? What do you do? How do you move on? Uh, text us to 22108. We're going to get to your text coming up next here on Camel. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Speaking of breaking up, uh, Cheyenne, it's been almost a month, which yeah. kind of blows my mind. I but, know. Uh, it's been about a month since she broke up with her boyfriend of about eight or nine months. She found out uh, that he was uh, canoodling uh, with six or seven other women. That I know of. That you know of. And he had a job and he played baseball and everything else. I'm like, how do you fit that into your schedule? That's <laughs> crazy, His man. time management skills are quite impressive. I mean, were there, did you, did, did, was there a red flag that you just kind of overlooked? Yeah, there you know? was a few, yeah. but it was more like, um, I thought that questioning it made me toxic. So I was trying oh, not to. Because you were trying to better yourself from prior relationships. Exactly. And in those prior relationships, you automatically kind of jump to. Worst case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. So So I tried really hard not to do that. And that's why the red flags got overlooked because I was trying, I was, it's like you can heal by yourself, but there's a whole nother version of you that you have to heal when you're with someone. Yeah. And I was trying to do that at the same time. And I think that that's really why red flags got missed. And you loved hard. Yeah. You know, you, you love hard and as I do. Yeah, he's an attractive guy. He fits fancy and, you know, he said all the sweetest things. And, yeah. Uh, he had you wrapped around his finger, you know? Yeah. And then this happens and how do you move on from it? You know, at first, you know, when you hit the air with it, it was kind of, you didn't want to move on. You wanted to help him because he was at rock bottom. You wanted to be that rock by his side, mm-hmm. you know? And then through therapy and kind of as time passes, you're realizing that that's not the right move here. Right, right. So therapy has taught you uh, when it comes to how to stop loving somebody. To not so much stop loving them, but reframe my mindset to loving certain things and certain aspects within the relationship. Which I almost feel like, and somebody says that here, it's actually 801, love the good times and moments that brought you joy and forget the rest. But I feel like if you keep thinking about the things that brought you joy and the things you loved about him and stuff like that, that would just make you miss him. Well, no, see, here's the thing is like, when you're, cause I, it's, it's, it's kind of like mourning somebody's death, except I'm having to mourn a person who's still alive. So when you go through the process of somebody passing away and mourning them, yeah. you do think of things continuously as you heal with their passing. I, however, am having to mourn the loss of somebody who is still alive. So I'm still going to think about the good and the bad regardless. Yeah. So as I do think about them and as I heal and I reflect, I do have to cherish the good times and the times that were really great. Uh, and Camel Nation, what has worked for you when it comes to stop uh, to, to stop yourself from loving somebody? Uh, and there's a lot of texts coming in at 22108. Um, text at the 602. Just forget about them. It's worked for me. <laughs> text at the 623. Stop blaming. I uh, stopped blaming myself. Someone I loved cheated with multiple women. I always blamed myself. Once I stopped that, I stopped loving him. Yeah, you do. You have to stop punishing yourself for things that were completely out of your control. Text with the 602, I just lost my soulmate of two years. He's He flipped a switch and is now somebody I do not recognize. Oh. I'm starting therapy again and trying to find a new piece because there are no answers or closures for me now. Yeah. So 
did you get the answers and closure you needed? No. 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 Did you even get an answer? Did you ask him, like, why? Um, I asked why. I don't even think he understands why. I got a... Not to get into the weeds, but, like, I pretty much got a pity party of, I'm broken, I'm this, I'm that, I don't need... Okay. How about you just take responsibility and say you messed up? But... That's Te- okay. Text the 781. A girl broke my heart to pieces. I ended up hooking up with her sister out of spite. <gasps> that is not something I'm going years. to be doing. They've been together for four years. <laughs> not- Does he have a brother, Cheyenne? Who is in a very happy relationship, <laughs> and I'm happy for them. Are they married? <laughs> not yet. No? Still a chance. <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 